We're getting better. We're getting better. We're getting there. Super hyped about it. Okay. Colonization is one that way. Interesting. Welcome to another episode of Conversations on Our Way. It's the 15th of February, 2021. I'm Flo. And I'm Sam. And today, I thought we'd go back to the platform that started it all, technically. <laughs> <laughs> but we really wanted to touch on music today um, mm-hmm. because Sam is dropping curated playlists. <laughs> I wouldn't call it dropping, but it's just fun to share i guess today was the first day i publicly shared it on instagram so now the i call that a knows. drop i call I, that yeah, a drop. I, yeah technically i guess it's a drop but drop I, I when you drop something it's like think something you actually created and, but i don't count i i guess i created this playlist i put the songs together but i didn't create the songs yes okay fine true 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 so but still, nonetheless, yeah. we are very excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. What did you think of, of the playlist after listening to it? Uh, okay. So, should there be backstory in terms of why you created and how many playlists you have and things like that? Okay. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll start with that. So, um, when did I start doing this? Oh. Okay. Let's, let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> so, back then, before I did all this, like... Uh, album playlist type thing i just had like very generic playlists like for each type of mood i would have a gym playlist i would have like a a chill playlist like a study playlist when i was for for uni like a playlist for like um house parties so just Uh random bangers that everyone just knows can sing along to um like chinese songs because i listen to some chinese song korean songs that's an on playlist and yeah just like a playlist for different moods um specific like place for certain situations yeah situ- every situation i can think of so i can just pull it out when whenever i need but um i started not liking how i approached that be- approach playlist because it was too within the the place itself let's say like a the Korean playlist, right? Like mm-hmm. there will be diff- a lot of different type of moods in there and different songs that talk about different things. So I wanted it to grow a bit more and talk about more things. So then came the idea, okay, why I, I really like album, like artists dropping albums and listening from in order because a lot of artists, when they drop albums, they, you're meant to um, listen to the, albums in order right from first song to the last song because it has a mean like it's like a story it has build up like it's a build up and there's conflict there's uh some type of realization some resolution and and, like a ending right so i really like that concept of a lot of different songs put together in um in a collective and telling a story so i was like why don't i do that but instead of making my own songs because i don't know how maybe i'll try in the future but the next best thing is take songs that I like, put it together in a in a cohesive playlist, and try to tell a story that way. So yeah, it's actually kind of almost a, not quite a lost art form, but it definitely I feel like people nowadays mm. they listen to their 
when an album drops, they listen mm. to like the number one song mm. or that gets circulated and then mm. it hits the charts and things like that. And people forget to go back and listen to the whole album. Yeah. And really appreciate the art form behind it and mm. the thought process and the journey of creating all of it and the, the reason why it's ordered in a, in a specific way as well. Mm. I think for, for myself, um, when, so we're both obviously on Spotify Premium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but for me, my playlists, I, I definitely still go through the different moods. Mm-hmm. Not so much, um, like a gym specific playlist or like a social playlist. Mm-hmm. Mine is specific to my different, um, moods that I want to tap into. Mm. Uh, so for it example. activates. Yeah, in a sense, it kind of like tells my entire body. It's like, okay, this is the mode you need to be in right oh, now. Puts you in this like the right zone. Yeah, it? yeah, mm. yeah, pretty much. Um, what zones so do I, you have? So I have I have a range of ones that is very like I have one for work. Mm-hmm. I actually know I have a couple for work. I have one to kind of hype me up. It's it's kind of like those music that plays. Um, in movie montages when they're getting a lot of things done. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I'll have, um, I have one for that. I have a dancing one. I have a getting ready one. Mm. Um, I have a, like a different styles of dancing ones as well. I do have, oh, it's not quite a gym play. I don't really have a gym playlist. I don't think. Mm. Um, certain certain subgenres of R and B because even mm-hmm. though R and B is like you can tell when a song is an R and B song, but there are different levels of an R and B style of song as well. So I have mm-hmm. those. I have like an all nighter playlist to kind of like when I'm working through really really late nights and things like that, and that kind of just keeps me going in a, mm. in a very consistent rhythm. Uh, those kinds of things. So, mm. oh, or I have like an apartment playlist to kind of help calm and chill out mm. and tell my brain to like just calm down for a second. Mm. Yeah, or enjoying the weather kind of music as well. Yeah. 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 So, I think that's what what a lot of people do. Not say not saying like I'm like really special or anything. Like, but I think that's the most. I think common I guess way the, to yeah common everything. but most practical way to tackle playlists I guess yes yeah I because yeah mm-hmm. like that's how I started with playlists as well so most likely in the future I'll probably put it back go back into that but right now I just enjoy doing these like playlist album type things I think I call started them your curated playlists <laughs> yeah but uh, I like I like the wood album in it though because. Oh. When you put it out, the word album in it, it, tell, it tells you that it tells a story. It's more than just songs put together. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Okay. I can respect that. How mm. many albums have you curated? <laughs> so five. So five. Yeah. So each of these, I don't like sell, just saying albums itself because they're not albums. I, I, I'll just say album playlists. All right. Okay. Can you okay. sit on that? All right. Yeah. Okay, so these album playlists, I started my first one in June. 2020 um i think when i put the songs i liked in a place i didn't get the idea yet until when 
I found all the songs, put them together, like ordered it a bit to make the flow more cohesive. It felt like an album because the it, like it flows really flows really well to me. So, and I just just decided to name it, and, and it was a very was- significant time in my life. Mm-hmm. It's 14 songs. Not sure why 14 just happened to be 14. So every other album playlist I've curated in the future is just 14 songs. And they're always titled like a really nice quote that I encounter to name that um, section of my life, I guess. I feel like all the titles that you have in the moment are very... In a, they're like profound in a way, um, like a profound quote. What do you mean profound? <laughs> okay, guys, everyone listening, they, they, mm-hmm. this is the titles of Sam's five album playlists. It's kind of cringe. <laughs> <laughs> One, man's search for meaning. Okay. Two. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to, all right, just read, read through it. I'll say my thing after. Okay, okay. Two, maybe I'll never reach heaven, but at least I've been through hell. I like that one. Three, I do like that one too. The default state of life is suffering. Hey, that one should sound familiar. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when I was, we did that episode and I was thinking about that concept a lot. Mm. So, yeah. Exactly. Uh, four, it's always now. And the fifth one that just got dropped. <laughs> dropped. Five. I think I am the problem. That's a good problem to have. Mm. They're like, I think they're a little bit profound, but hmm, maybe that's just. Hmm. Yeah, I can, I can see how people, people might think it's cr- a bit cringy, but eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> Man Search for Meaning, that's the, the name of the book, that, the first place, the name of the book I was reading at the time and really made me click a little bit. So, well, the, the whole point of these album players is for me to, it's also like a time capsule, how I felt um, throughout at that, that period. Point in time. Uh, yeah, at that point in time when I first put in the first song until I put in the 14th song. So that like that clip of my life is just encased within within these like fourteen songs, how they f- how they feel, and yeah. So I think that's awesome because in a mm. sense it's an opening and a closing, yeah, of different chapters in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but as well, it kind of feels like you have to. There's an end in sight. Mm. Because when you close that chapter, then it's like, you know, you, it's like, you know, you get to the 13th song. You're just like, I only have room for one more song. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. It has to be Mm. exactly the way you want it to end. Mm. And as well, you have to also accept that that's the end. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really nice exercise. Yeah. uh, Kind of encapsulate a period in your life. Exactly. It's, it's really fun. It's really fun. Like when I encounter a new song and. I really like it, and it gets put in, into the, the the next place immediately. It's just feels so good because it it's like progress. Mm. Because I know there's fourteen. There, there can only be fourteen. 
like when one each one gets added, it's like, oh, you moved up a little bit, moved up a little bit. So yeah, it's it's fun. It's really fun. I like and, how you're always moving forward in a sense. And like t- trying to tell a story with uh, with songs put together is pretty fun as well. Like I'll touch on like I'll talk a bit about the the fifth one because that's the one I know you've listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so going back to the question I asked way way before, what do you think of this playlist? Five, I think I am the problem. That's a good problem to have. So for starters, uh, I've listened to the whole thing, and I obviously in order. Not, yes, that's, in order. Of course, like in order. <laughs> um, and the title obviously first caught my attention because it's I think I am the problem, and that's a good problem to have because I completely agree with this, and and I think it's also a really nice encapsulated way of portraying that. It's a the problem that you have is something within your control, mm-hmm. and because it's within your control, you can you have the mm-hmm. choice of whether you want to change it, do mm-hmm. anything about it, um, progress it, anything really. But at least it's within your scope of control. Whereas mm-hmm. if it's a problem and it's got other people involved, or it's in a situation that you don't technically have too much control over, but you are affected by it. Then, then it kind of like sucks in a sense. Yeah, it's not a good problem. Other, in that sense. There's so yeah. many other factors at play. Mm. But if you think you are the problem, then that's a great problem to have because mm-hmm. you are empowered in a sense to mm. do anything about it if you choose to do so. Yeah. So going into this playlist, I didn't have uh, too much expectation of what it would sound like. But all I can really say is that it really is exactly what the title is. The mm. The underlying theme or the constant tone that I got through the entire playlist was this um, note of calmness and acceptance, in a mm. sense. I don't even know whether how well we could describe it, just because like the listeners would really need to listen to the playlist. Yeah. So I highly recommend you go and listen to the playlist. Or even like, listen to the place and then come back to this podcast. And then it mm. kind of makes a bit more sense. Or vice versa. Just make sure when you go listen to it, set out. I think it's about 52 minutes. Set out an hour, whether you're mm. doing work or you're um, doing other things around the house and things like that. But just really enjoying mm. the music. Um, even, okay, be, like mm-hmm. before we continue, sorry. Even mm-hmm. if you guys don't want to listen to my playlist. Like I think it's a good exercise to find your find your um your own favorite artist, listen to the album like from beginning uh, to end. From beginning to end. Mm. I think that's a really good way to appreciate your artists um your favorite artist's music. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the time they put a lot of work into the ordering of the music as well. There's a there's a certain flow, it talks about some like something, how they progr- like how they progress through that pro- that issue that problem. Like mm-hmm. a good example of this, I'm not sure if you listen to this place is um, Igor by Tyler the Creator. Do you know Tyler Rings the Creator? A bell. Rings a bell. But I don't think I've listened to the whole album. Okay. So essentially what the whole album is dealing with um, is uh, heartbreak. Mm-hmm. So Igor is its name is because Igor is like a 
the name of a troll, I think. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's, so he's per, um, perceiving himself like as an ugly character. So um, the album starts off with like very like they just broke up and he's like, what is what's happening? It's like going through the five stages of grief. Pretty much at the start, it's like I don't understand. Um, like getting angry, then it's the depression, the ex- denial, the acceptance. So this whole album, I really recommend it. It goes through all all the phases really, really well. Nice. So, okay, we'll yeah. definitely tap into that. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, back to my play. Like, but yeah, that's a good exercise to have. Do do that. But yeah, back to my playlist. What uh-huh. I wanted to tackle with this fifth play- album playlist thing is pretty much what um, Flo has said. It's like acceptance. So, like, hmm, it's kind of hard to describe the whole thing with like without context of how the songs actually sound like them. Mm. The best way mm. I could describe it is it's a little. The the oh, the descriptive words I would describe the song is mm. um um there's a little bit of nostalgia so it's mm. a little bit of like a reflection note mm-hmm. there's it's like you can you can feel the melancholy kind of um, notes and but and there's also like depths that like you go same thing as emotions in mm-hmm. a sense there's dips and ebbs and flows mm-hmm. you can also feel that but and it's still quite mellow as well but at the same time it's a little bit uplifting there's you can feel this like twinge of like hope and like positivity like it ends on like a i'm okay kind of note and that's I'm where i'm actually so glad you said like you were able you said that by yourself because that is exactly the 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 feeling um, you're going for the the feeling that i'm not just going for but the feeling that i'm um going through in life right now mm. like right now in life like i'm accepting that there's a lot of problems mm-hmm. with me myself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people around me but i'm starting to accept that as this will always be the case, so it's going. It's always going to be okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. I think so, mm-hmm. yeah, go. That's definitely great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it'll always be like that. But I think it's definitely good to accept the mm. situation as is. Right. Mm. Now. That's the only way you'll really kind of accept it and move on in a sense, mm-hmm. or continue to move forward, not necessarily mm. move on. Um, but definitely, this playlist, you feel that and that twinge of like hope and that acceptance and okayness that's that's that string of that calmness in mm-hmm. it and i hope that everyone who listens to the playlist will get it as well so yeah hopefully because <laughs> how i structured it was at the start it was like don't bother calling is like a pretty old song i think from let me check 2017 or something yeah 2017 and when i first heard it, it was like a very like weird, like inviting song. So I just thought, like, oh, th- this needs to be on the first. This needs to be the first song. Mm-hmm. So, and then the next few songs are like, 
longing for something like um that's what i was trying to go for like um crush like having a crush or the world will wait for us um when you come home it's like longing for something then the next songs miss summer coughing up smoke hand me downs uh, like more acceptance songs it's like yeah it's in the context of like a, a having a part like a past partner but it's I, not I, exclusive I, to that yeah though. exactly so those three songs are more like starting to accept it and running out of time it's like a to me was like a a bit of a step back like oh shit i'm kind of running out of time um should i accept this accept what is happening but then the next song conception is a song that talks about like what i've been through like what what the 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 um, artist has been through how far he's come then yeah it's just accepting the next few songs true crime and notice me Notice Me is definitely my favorite song of the like of the playlist. It's really like feel good song. The momentum is like a rap, like a rap song. Um, just you know how like the typical rap songs is like or talking about their achievements and stuff. Like, but they're still like it's all about the grind culture and like how there's more work to be done trying to become the best and stuff. That is the second last song, and Victor Roberts is like a kind of a sad song, but at the end it nice ends on a nice note. So, mm, yeah, I'm really excited for people to listen to it. Yeah, because I I think I wanted to post I posted this one on on social media because I'm the most proud of this one. Mm. Yeah. Well, to the next five <laughs> next yep. five album playlists then. Yeah, I Let's don't go. know how I'm gonna top this one because I'm so proud of this one. Oh. Yeah. Well, you just gotta try. Yeah, to of the course. Next chapter in a yeah. sense. Yeah. Do you so how do you find these songs? Um so Spotify has this uh feature, I guess it refreshes every week. I think on Monday it's called Discover Weekly playlist. It's a playlist made for um specifically for every user. So yes. you probably you can find it yourself. Yes. And there's an puts, algorithm behind yeah. that. Yeah. So like the thirty songs rant, like thirty songs made just for you in in that place. I just listen through all of it. If I like them, I chuck them in the playlist. If not, like some days when I feel more adventurous and I have time, I just go click on random ones. I I listen to I watch um this guy on YouTube called Anthony Fantano. He's like the top um, music reviewer on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So he has a big like um, fan base. So I nice. I hear what he has to say about new music stuff that I don't I don't normally listen to. Try, give that a listen if I like it. Yeah, just a lot of different ways to find music and yeah, just put it together. Fair enough, but definitely takes effort and time. And yeah. I think people also underestimate how much time can go into building a playlist. Even mm. building a simple like. Uh, like a mood playlist can mm. be really different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because then it depends on also how strict you are with the mm-hmm. criteria and the mm-hmm. mood as well. Mm. Um, that's why I have so many sub playlists of mm. even like the very similar genre. Mm. There's different sub ones because I have to be very strict about it. Otherwise, mm. it's it just ends up being like a bucket dump of like yeah, amalgam of like random yeah. things. 
Yeah, exactly. Then when you put them on shuffle, like one song could be like yeah. one mood, then like the, it shuffles onto a next song which doesn't fit the mood, which is, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of sucks. So mm-hmm. 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 I hate those moments where you have parties where you just put, put chuck on a random playlist. One song is like a banger, then the next song is like, what is this? It's complete <laughs> mood change. So Exactly. So you have to have the consistency mm-hmm. in at least the mm. type of song that it's playing. Otherwise, it would just like ruin the whole thing. Yeah. So, do exactly. you, so when you listen to songs, are mm-hmm. you the kind of person who gets really into like the lyrics and how it makes you feel and like what it reminds you of and everything? Um, I think um, it depends. It def- definitely does play a factor. I, I think mm-hmm. it plays a factor for everyone. But I, I think the first thing I listen to is not the lyrics, but to the production. Like the, I, I pay attention to a lot of little details in the background mm-hmm. and how like certain sounds match what they're saying at the, at the time and how they say it, when they say it, if they say it, and then there's like a silence or a drop. I really mm-hmm. like, like those little details I really like. So that's mm-hmm. what I'd listen to first. Yeah. Mm. How about you? For me, it's kind of similar. I, I don't really listen too hardly to too much into detail of the mm-hmm. lyrics. It's more sort of the overarching what the mood it's trying to come, trying to form and mm-hmm. um, the message in a sense. Mm. But I don't put myself in the shoes in a sense. I don't try. I mm-hmm. Like if there's a really sad song playing, mm. Mm. I appreciate it for a sad song. I don't get depressed from it in a sense. It mm. does tell me like, you know, because that's what music is. And music like used in movies and things like that. Cue you to how to feel in a particular mm-hmm. scene. So I appreciate that, but I don't get lost in it. I know some people get really, really lost into music. and I think I'm guilty of that, yeah. I think yeah. that's why I like listening to music. Mm-hmm. I get lost and mm. I experience what the artist is trying to convey. And yeah. good artists can, of course, can convey that very, convey very well. really well. well. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So. Um, so mine is more so an overarching mm. kind of mood and feeling of it. And then going into, if I really like it, then I'll go into, you know, what are the things that they've made and then understanding more about it. Mm. What, uh, who, who are your um, favorite, favorite artists? Favorite artists? Mm. Mm. I will have to open up my Spotify right now. <laughs> Like I know, because we've brief, like we've talked about this before. I know you like um, emotional oranges. Oh, I like emotional oranges. Emotional oranges is my like chill at home. You know, you don't have to worry about anything kind of playlist. Like mm-hmm. that's an easy, easy pick for like a good day. Um, even just at home, because I guess mm-hmm. I'm at home a lot. Mm-hmm. But if I'm on my own. And just want something a little bit uplifting, but not too like perky in a sense. Mm-hmm. Chill. Um, it's great for even rain weather. Mm. So it's it's like a upbeat, happy, but then 
But actually, the lyrics in the song sometimes is a bit depressing. Really? I don't remember how they sound like, so... Um, but they're, they're still... So that's what I mean by I don't really pay too, too much about the lyrics itself. But I think that comes from, like, coming from a bit of a music background. Because mm-hmm. I used to... I grew up playing um, an instrument. I played up piano. Mm. So there's a lot more appreciation of mm. the music itself rather than the lyrics mm. that come through with it. Um, who else? It really depends on the type of music because, like I said, it's for specific um, moods. Like, for example, when I'm in my really hustle mode, I listen to a lot of The Siege. Um, there's the a particular song. Who? Yeah. The, the what? The Siege. S-E-I-G-E, The Siege. And there's a song uh. called I Am Defiant. And I, that is my absolute G-up song. <laughs> it's like my uh, get you done kind of let's go. In a let's sense. go. Yes, pretty much. Um, and it's, it makes you like feel really like badass. And, mm. and you just want to like hustle even harder. It's time to get, get down to work type. Yeah, mm. exactly. So there's, there's nuances for each mm. of them. But I actually don't have exclusively like... Die hard. I don't think. I mean, it all comes down to what mood I'm in. Yeah, mm. really dependent on the mood mm. and the collection of songs as well. But I listen like whenever someone asks me, like, "Oh, what's your taste in music?" It's like for mm. me, I can listen to almost anything except for like heavy metal <laughs> or like scream or something like that. Mm. Favorite ones are probably lots of R and B, um, hip hop, a little bit of rap, um, any sort of dance music. Can you EM, do? Hard can you style, do? Can you do me that. one favor? Can you do yeah. me one favor? What? Next time when someone asks you what your taste in music is like, don't don't start out with don't start out with saying I can I literally literally listen to anything because that okay. kind of. Because whenever I talk to some like someone new about music and they start without that, I'm just like, oh god. All right, like I just want more like personality from your answer. All right, you know? all right, all right. Okay, who else do I really like? I went through a phase of really liking um, Keshi, and I, I love Keshi so much. I love Keshi so much. Fan, fantastic artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else do I really, really like? But Keshi's like very like chill, mellow. Mm, very mellow. Yeah, a bit more in the feels, but like, mm, bit more. Yeah. He's so in the feels. Okay, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, a bit more. <laughs> um, that kind of music. Who else do I really like? Tinashe is really good. Um, especially when she did her, I think it was the last album when she branched off and she published her own album. I think that's how the story goes um yeah there's just so much honestly mm. yeah there's definitely a lot more music these days there's especially so with much. especially with like soundcloud and spotify mm. like everyone can just put stuff out there mm-hmm. so there's just too much mu- there's too much music out there to ever listen to like ever listen to so mm. And then so, who else? Oh, Kalani mm, was a, was a really hardcore. Good. 
Kalani, Tanache, both really, really, really good. Victoria, Monet, um, LMI. Um, Sabrina, Claudio is also really good. Mm-hmm. But see, for anyone who's familiar with these artists, they all have a very similar vibe. Mm. And this is this is a one from a particular playlist that I have. Um, when you introduced me to Frank Ocean, I was really into mm. Frank Ocean. Yep. Uh, I remember this is just a throwback. When I used to work at Spotify and mm. I used to control the office music, I'd used to play Frank Ocean. Very nice. Because... I'm so proud of you. <laughs> just because Sam absolutely loved it. And so yeah, that was pretty awesome. Mm. Um but yeah, there's there's heaps of good artists now, mm. and they just keep coming out as well. Yeah. So okay. Really one good. one question. Mm. Um. I'm not sure. I'm just asking it before. I, I'm gonna ask it before I say anything. Do you listen to more female artists or male artists? Um. Depend. It depends on the mood. So if I'm looking for something mm. really sultry R and B. Mm-hmm. There, I have two playlists. I have the guys one and I have girls one. Because oh, you so separating two guys and girls? I just found like I've geared towards that. So I have uh-huh. one that is more, the, probably a bit more on the sultry side is more the girls. Mm-hmm. But then I have a version, a guys version that has more guys in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, having a look at all my other playlists, it's very mixed. Very, mm. very, very mixed. Oh, actually, my Get Shit Done playlist is very much guys. Mm. It's very, like, heavier, badass. Like, like hustle. and Yeah. Like, like, mm. Because I noticed this about my, my music. Um, I definitely listen to more guys than girls. And I was like, I'm not sure why. Because a lot of the music that I listen to is more, like, definitely more mellow. And... Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's just mellow guy songs that I listen to. Maybe it's because I relate to them more and I can empathize a bit bit more. So Mm. it's just something I kind of noticed. And And I think it's pretty fair in a Mm. sense because like, while not everyone can actually sing, Mm -hmm. but following something, it's like another voice in your head in a sense. That's Mm -hmm. what music kind of becomes you're blasting it into your brain becomes like another voice in your head and Mm. it's more familiar hearing you know the same gendered kind of voice because it's closer Mm. to your own than vice versa um and i think that's also the same way that people in a sense start singing when Mm. they get used to hearing the shape of a voice that's more similar range to their own it's also more comforting as well yeah i can definitely sing guy songs better than girl songs because like, within like, your range. True, yeah. Your vocal range, yeah. Hopefully you guys have, will never need to see, <laughs> hear me sing. Some people <laughs> some some people listening to the podcast right now have been to uh karaoke with me. I'm I I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> it can't be too bad. <laughs> well, when you only go to karaoke when you're like really drunk, right? And when you're drunk you just do not care. So and we just belt out like as much as possible. Even you're like super off key, you just don't care. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> the liquid courage yep. that just fuels it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, 
as long as you have really uh, I enjoy singing. I think mm-hmm. I find singing therapeutic. I'm not. Yeah, a great I love singing. Singer. Yeah, Same. I don't. I'm not a great singer, but I do find it therapeutic. Um, mm-hmm. And when you have really good acoustics in a certain area, it is so nice just mm-hmm. to like hit a note and mm-hmm. everything, and hopefully no one else is listening and things like that. I do that sometimes in my garage, and it's great. Oh, I but, love driving by myself because in the car, no one can Oh, uh, yes. Yes. It's like, you know, going for long drives, mm-hmm. seeing the shower, you know, whenever you feel like you're actually alone. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like therapeutic. Yeah, I feel more safe. I feel safer singing in the car more than I'm at home because at home, Fair enough. my, my can neighbors can pro- my neighbors can <laughs> probably hear me. And when I step out of the house, am. yeah, I step out of the house and you see them, and you're like, "Hey, this guy, this guy, <laughs> see me, he heard my, <laughs> heard my uh, yelps before." <laughs> Versus in the car, even if some like someone random, just drive like, away, yeah, just, just drive, drive away, yeah, drive away. So, <laughs> I agree, and mm. as well, cruising and driving and the singing mm. is actually one of those freeing feelings. Mm. So, oh, I miss doing that. Definitely need to do that more. Yeah, I'm not a big driving person, but music definitely makes it a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, you can freely sing. You can actually try to hit those notes. And Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I want to go for a drive right now now. Mm. Ah, do you have a specific driving playlist? No. Right now, all all I do is... Like if I'm not looking for new songs, I'm just constantly listening to my playlist to see if it like how it feels. Mm-hmm. Like my the place album playlist I'm working on to see how it feels and mm-hmm. how the ordering of the songs pan out and mm-hmm. if they connect well. If they don't connect well, I re I reorder them and yeah, until I'm very happy with them, I put I put a cover photo on it and that signifies that it's done. Closing of a chapter and starting a new one. Yeah, I'm scared next one. Not sure how I've got. <laughs> well, I guess when you find the right mm. kickoff song, you'll know. Because I guess the kickoff song really sets the tone for the rest mm. of the album playlist. Oh, I don't. Um, I order the songs. I don't put it put it in, and it just stays in that spot. I mm. I reorder them. But yeah, I have I have an idea. When I find a song, I'm like oh, this can definitely be a really good start to the to the the playlist because mm. some songs just have that pull, mm. yeah. And I really like those type of songs, like like the um, starting songs have that pull, and ending songs have a very sounds very like a good resolution. I love that, mm. Mm. and it just feels right as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's why, mm. I, yeah. Completely agree. Mm. But yeah, um, I guess that's all I have to say about my playlist. I just really wanted to talk about it because I think it's great. mm. I think it's great we can talk about it. Yeah, because um, when I posted the story today on Instagram, sharing my playlist, like Flo didn't know I was going to post it. Then she immediately messaged me like, oh, you should do like a excerpt or like a, an explanation on another story to explain the thought your, process behind the thought it. process behind the playlist but i was like yeah 
it's kind of like artists how they don't explain everything they kind of want you to figure it out and like what find find out what it means to you so not that i'm i'm saying i'm an artist or anything <laughs> no but, but i think like um i know that spotify has this feature for for new releases like very very big releases mm-hmm. they would have while the song is playing, they would have, I think, oh, yeah. How by Genius Lyrics or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep, yep, But yep. they would explain the thought process behind the song. And I think that gives so much more depth mm. and understanding. Yeah, um, I love that, yeah. And also guidance, in a sense, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. some people, whether or not they, like, they enjoy the surface level to music, right? Mm-hmm. But then if they understand the backstory, the thought process that went into it and why it's being ordered a certain way, I think... Mm-hmm just changes the experience Mm. it's like in a sense it's kind of like selling it as well it's Mm. it's like selling the story behind it Mm. um same thing is like when you when you go dine at a specific place you know you want to know if you understand where the ingredients are from Mm. like people there's an appreciation for that but as well they came up with the dish like what goes into the dish like yeah it's it's really good. There's actually like a podcast that breaks down albums called Dissect. I'm not sure you've oh, heard of it. So I the podcast Dissect podcast. Mm. Yeah. So it pretty much every season is it talks about a new um new album and it, mm-hmm. every episode it tackles one song one by one. Wow. Yep. And it talks about okay what this song means, how it plays into the story of the whole album, and yeah. So. The first season, it was like a Kendrick Lamar mm. uh, album. It was um, To Pimp a Butterfly, his, the, the album he won a lot of awards for. Uh, then another album by Kanye West, uh, I think. Um, then the th- third, season, third season was um, Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. Mm, mm. Great album. Yep. Then Childish Gambino and like yeah. a, a lot of... I'm not sure how many... Yeah, I'm not sure how many seasons up to now, but I stopped mm. listening to it because, mm. yeah. So, but yeah, it's the same kind of also aspect of like when people go and view art. Mm-hmm. That's why mm. people read the little, the little yeah. excerpt down the bottom because they yeah, need what to the understand. squiggles mean, you know? Yeah, but as well, it's like you've got your first, you've got your own take, and that's also why mm. I encourage Sam to write this. And like whether you read it first or you listen to the album playlist first. You get you to have your own take regardless, mm. and it's a different experience each time. Mm. And same thing when you're looking at a piece of artwork, you you have your own interpretation. And if you're not sure, you can't form your own. Then you have a further read about it, and then you can see whether you can that message is conveyed mm-hmm. and how accurately it's conveyed as well. Mm. Because in the end, it's I feel like any sort of art form is communicating something. Mm. And just like how you said earlier that I kind of hit the nail on the head and mm-hmm. understood what you were trying to convey, it's a message. So I thought the extract is helpful. So I still think you should do it. Maybe, yeah, maybe I will write it and put it in the description of the playlist. Mm. Mm. Just give a bit more background and understand. But also, it it also shows that you know you really did put a lot of like hard effort and thought behind it, mm. rather than because someone could just come in and like see the playlist and just think it's just oh a mishmash. Yeah, a mishmash of different random songs. songs. And it just it so happens that a flow that will hurt me so much. 
That'll hurt me so much. Whereas Sam put a lot of effort into it, so definitely should be recognized, I think. Like I remember like one time, like our mutual friend um Andy. You remember Andy? Yes, I remember Andy. Um I was talking about music to him in Singapore and and I was referring to music in albums. Oh, I really like that album and I really like that album. And he's he said to me specifically, like, oh, I find it very interesting that you listen to albums instead of listen to songs. Like he said, like, you're the first person I met to refer to music in albums. I'm like, really? I was so surprised. Because I've that's when I realized, oh, not a lot of people listen to albums as a album, whole anyway. Yeah, whole. they listen to like the top hit. Yeah. Hurts me so much. <laughs> Hurts me so much. When my one of my one of my favorite artists comes out with an album and I see someone play on a shuffle, oh my god. Hurts me so much. When they <laughs> could get so much more from listening in order. Mm. <sighs> it's alright, Sam. You're here to educate the public. <laughs> but I don't I should like that's also another reason why I don't want to write like write out the ex- excerpt. I told you before mm. in private. Like mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of me educating the public, you know, it puts me on a pedestal like, oh, I'm better okay. than you. I okay. don't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sharing your opinion on it in a yeah. sense. Fair. But I, I just, I, I think the excerpt, the excerpt is more so of a recognition of the thought that went into it. And it also, mm-hmm. thank you. Just do it, Sam. Just do it. <laughs> fine. Fine. Like, to people listening to this uh, this episode, check out the check out my playlist. I'll I'm not sure if links work in Spotify disc, um, ep- podcast episode descriptions, but yeah, um, if you search up, I think I am the problem. That's a good problem to have. You'll probably find my playlist playlist by Sam. Listen to it, read the description that I will eventually write about the playlist, what it means to me, how Mm -hmm. I made it, what I thought about it. Um, Yeah. And let us know if you guys can find a way to communicate. Mm. Definitely drop feedback if you like. If you like it, give it, (gasps) save the playlist. Oh, give it a follow, I think. Give it a follow, then I know that you will like it. Um, Because I have like five of these right now. And my third one has three followers and I've never like publicly told anyone about it. And just somehow I got three followers. I'm like, who are these people? Listen See, to there's my no song. metrics behind that one though. <laughs> yeah. We can't find out at all. Exactly. So it's purely, so, yeah, it's purely that one and only metric. And yeah, I'm so confused. Somehow <laughs> people, random people found these play, my playlist and liked it, I guess. So... Yeah, well, hopefully I can, maybe one day I'll, I'll create an album, right, an actual album. Awesome. I cannot wait. Mm. I will be the very first person to also tell you to write an excerpt about the album. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a full book if I write, a, write an album. That would be sick. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's enough talking from me about my one of my <laughs> creative pers- pursuits. Enough that they're, they're uh, butchered that sentence. That's enough 
of me talking about my creative pursuits today. Do you have any last words to, for today's episode, Flo? I think the last imparting message would definitely be give, well, one, listen to Sam's playlist. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Two, um, if, you, if you have any favourite albums, definitely mm-hmm. go back and listen to the whole album in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, if you are like Sam and really appreciate the music to that degree, the, ex- the same exercise that he's doing would give that a go because I really like how that kind of encapsulates a period of time. Obviously, you might not need to do 14 songs specifically. You pick your own number, but I like how there's like a beginning and an mm-hmm. end and there can only, you have to be really strict with it and there can only be 14 songs in each one. Mm. I really, really like that. Um, Maybe but, this is another topic that we can talk about in the future, but how why I restrict myself to 14 songs, why I like what I like about that is um you know how it's it's this is off definitely off topic, but it's how I look at creativity. People say creativity is like, oh people can be create only be creative if they're no like the boundary. less boundaries they are, the less limitations yeah. they are, the more creative people can be. But I think mm-hmm. that's not quite the right way to think about it. I think if you're fixed within like a, you have a wall, you have a boundary, you have limitations. I think that kind of motivates you to be creative some, some, sometimes because mm. you only have certain tools and, but mm-hmm. you have one goal. So you have to mm-hmm. be creative with the, the tools you have to achieve that goal. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think what, uh, what I would describe as resourcefulness in a sense. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Or being very tactful with mm-hmm. how much runway you have left mm-hmm. um, and understanding that. But I think there's also still some people do find it that they c- can have a creative block mm-hmm. when, like, for example, you have a deadline of a, yeah. a week's time type things. Yeah. Definitely. So some things not bound by yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the difference, actually. There's, it's whether it's bound by time. Or mm-hmm. bound by resources and what mm-hmm. you have available. So when you're bound creatively, when you're bound by time, it's detrimental to it. Yeah, it's definitely but, harder. Yeah. Yeah, but if you are create um, limited by resources, like for example, as an artist, you only have black, pink, and green to paint with. Mm. Then you can get really creative and like mediums and yeah, you know how you play with those colors in a sense. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to being bound by time, it's like, oh, this needs to be done in the next seven days or the next 24 hours. Then that, I mm. think, can True. hurt an artist in this because there's, yeah. there's a lot of pressure when it comes to time. Yeah, you can't rush art. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> speaking like, I'm, art, like I'm, uh, I'm an artist, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Could be. Hey, you're going you're gonna to drop an album one day. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. One day, one day. Watch out. (laughs) Hey, you're a pretty good artist as well. What do you mean? Like painting-wise, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like to, I like art. I like creatives to do creative stuff. So Mm -hmm. maybe, who knows? Who knows? The the future is bright. The future is bright. All right, let's leave it at there then. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening to this episode, everyone. Hope you listen to my playlist. Hope you enjoy this episode. Follow Um, it. (laughs) And thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya.
Bye.